Hey, you listening to this podcast right now. Did you ever think, man, there's so many kick-ass market research podcasts. I wish there was some sort of an award for them so I could vote for my favorite. Well, you're in luck. In partnership with Greenbook, Little Bird Marketing is excited, well, actually ecstatic, to announce the first ever annual Market Research Podcast Award. Nominate your favorite Insights Industry podcast from now until February 15th. From February 16th until March 31st, vote for your favorite podcast in the Insights Industry and bestow upon them the title of MR Podcast of the Year. Don't forget, Submissions are due for nomination by February 15th, and the winner will be announced on April 15th at Greenbook's IIEX North America in Austin, Texas. Visit littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash MR hyphen podcast hyphen award. It's Priscilla, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. A phrase that I like to use a lot is, quote, the joke of meritocracy. And people wonder, what are you thinking about? What does that mean to you? And so today I thought I would share with you my thoughts on success, a la Malcolm Gladwell's bestseller, Outliers. I hope you've read it, but if not, here's a little bit of my take. 2019 marked my eight-year anniversary of watching my agency burn to the ground. Mile markers like this make you reflect. It sure makes me (laughs) reflect. And as an entrepreneur, I've made some great decisions and I've also experienced a lot of failures. Along the way, I've also gotten lucky. And more than once, I found myself somewhere unexpected just when it seemed that my luck was running out. So I would say that entrepreneurship is not as linear as people think the experience is. And our current culture really praises the bottom to the top story. It leaves out a lot of the peaks and valleys along the way. And a funny way that I like to refer to my own experience is the stunning discomfort of entrepreneurship. And it makes a lot of people laugh. And I think it also makes a lot of people just just take a deep breath. And 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 those who have been through a, a entrepreneurship journey of their own, Something about that resonates with them. So recently, I re-listened to Malcolm Gladwell's classic, Outliers, The Story of Success, and I heard it differently this time. As with all life experiences, we are really never in the same place at the same time again. And so I reflected differently on this well-crafted manifesto from one of my heroes, Malcolm Gladwell. And he really takes on the Western view of success. So the backstory is this. The bookstore shelves are lined with rich people's stories about how they achieved success. Most, in my opinion, are a very thinly veiled attempt to convince themselves and any other takers about the unique way they rose to success. And oftentimes this hero's journey, to me, smacks more of the extreme and kind of an unrealistic rise of the underdog to a slow uncompromising yet very compelling victory. (laughs) Are you with me? I mean, you see these books. And many don't see the problem with this portrayal of the lone badass entrepreneur who overachieves. But it's another good laugh at meritocracy, in my opinion. So that storyline or that hero's journey or that arc of a story, it exists for a reason. 
it's really enticing. Our brain actually really likes it. It's very clean. It's neat. It's easy. It's, it's, it's digestible. And even those who succeed with million-dollar loans like to use this story arc. Conversely, those who rose out of poverty also like to use this story arc because they tend to try and link poverty with nobility in this hero's journey. Well, this storytelling mechanism is used by a lot of people. But at some point, we need to acknowledge that it's not always the most deserving who are now in positions of power. And the story arc is not really that clean. The sooner we realize this, the quicker we actually get to the truth about success. And a lot of my listeners here, they're entrepreneurs or they're CMOs or they're insights managers or marketing managers or digital managers or selling presidents. Whatever it is, we need to know the truth about success. In terms of thoughts on my own success, I often audibly joke that if I keep this hard work up for another 10 years or so, I'll be an overnight success. And that is what some people see. They don't see all the work behind it. They meet you and they think, oh, yeah, this just happened to you all of a sudden. But there's so much work that goes behind actual business success. I have some ideas and maybe a very deep appreciation, I like to think, of what created a foundation for my success. I would like to reflect on one really key professional move I made in hopes that it might help you uh, walk through this journey, uh, maybe a little bit more clear about what your next step will be. Many, many years ago, I hired a guy named Brett Baker as a business coach, one of my best decisions I ever made. He taught me how to provide real value and taught me how to really speak from truth And more than anything, at the very bottom of what he was teaching, the very core, it was this learning that I got from him about how to not put my dignity at risk in business. You can look him up if you want to connect with him. He runs Trustpoint Management, and uh, he's a fantastic person, has become a good friend. But he thought it pretty funny that I came to him as a business coach not to earn more money. I felt very satisfied with the amount of money I was earning. I was not satisfied with the way that I felt after earning that money. And he really helped me unravel that puzzle and really be able to then speak my truth and be able to really help people and do that profitably. When you share a success, I feel like as an entrepreneur, you also need to tell the truth and share a failure. And some of you know this, but I also have another business uh, that is a credit card processing company. And I remember early on, canceling a contract for broken credit card services with a provider, they were really a pretty slimy company. And I didn't like the way they were treating my clients. So I canceled that contract saying, oh, this is the right thing to do. And it may have been, and I I still believe it was, but I broke a contract and I paid mightily for it. In retrospect, I would have gone about it in a very different way But this naivete that I had found a pretty quick cure because I almost went bankrupt making good on verbal promises I gave to my clients. And that was a very hard lesson for me to learn, very hard for me to go home, walk into my house and have to tell my husband and look at my kids and know that I put our company in jeopardy. I put our livelihood in jeopardy because I made just a... Uh, instant decision that was a good and right decision, but I should have gone about it in a different way that was not quite as naive. And it almost cost me everything. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about this show's sponsor. Hopefully you've noticed 
Social selling has fundamentally transformed the way consumers gather insight, journey through the buying process, and eventually make purchase decisions. For successful business professionals who need to meet company growth goals, the new roles of social selling excellence must become second nature. Join me on Wednesday, April 8th in downtown Chicago for a full day intensive workshop where participants will begin their own journey to transform their mindset and actions online. Attendees will leave with an actual roadmap for success in building their own firm and sustainable lead generation through proper use of LinkedIn and social selling techniques. For more information, visit littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash DLA hyphen Kickstarter hyphen Chicago. This is a limited engagement, so get your tickets today. This will give you the hands-on training that will get you on an immediate path with an actionable plan to increase your digital selling skills. See you there. So there was a success. There was a failure. And here's one of my biggest strokes of luck, I think. I got a call from a company called MCMS that's no longer in business now. It's been bought out. But I got hired from a guy named Roger O'Malley. And he hired me as a private client manager to a very successful, very busy, very uh, demanding uh, senior VP of sales. And this was a game changer for me in terms of being able to really use my unique talents and feeling the joy of not being micromanaged. I got so lucky with this guy who truly believed what I said I could do, and he gave me the space to do it. And if you are ever so lucky as to get a boss who really trusts you, you, gives you the room to be successful, you have to recognize that as a foundational part of your success because he implicitly taught me so much about managing people. And to this day, I believe my employees benefit from my experience of being under his management. So that's a success. That's a failure. This is a stroke of luck. And then here, I'd like to share with you what I would call my biggest bullet dodge. And it might be literally. (laughs) Once upon a time, I put myself through college by being a bank teller. And my career grew a little bit in banking, but one of my biggest bullet dodges was saying no to a branch management position that Wells Fargo offered me. It was in a gang-infested neighborhood in uh, California, and really the interesting thing is that I was not worth the promotion to them that I had been asking for and asking for and asking for until I was offered a much more senior positions elsewhere. And all of a sudden, that leadership noticed my potential and started trying to offer me anything they possibly could. And this position was such almost a slap in the face. But in this case, actually, the bullet dodge was probably kind of literal. So maybe you could reflect, yeah, I have success. I have some failures. Where did I get lucky? But also, what did you say no to? Because saying no to some things is actually a big part of strategy. It can be a big part of your story. So what do you need to say no to today? Okay, so spoiler alert, there is no seven-step program for business success. No matter how you slice it, you cannot recreate someone else's journey. I didn't share those pieces, those slices of the pie of my journey to say, and then that's how you do what I did. It's going to be different for you. You don't really ever know why you were successful, really? You're guessing. But let's talk a little bit about some of that guessing, because we do need to have a story. We do need to be able to understand something about us. But I don't think you need to understand all the forces that have played into your success in order to be grateful for them. 
luck, wins, losses, they're all a part of everyone's story. And my hope is that you reflect on your own successes and your own failures alike and see them from a different perspective. I believe that's really what Malcolm Gladwell was trying to get us to do. My real desire in sharing my story is that successful people will stop trying to boil down their success either to one or two things, or more importantly, to things within their control only. That's just not true. I would love a deeper appreciation for the latent foundations for success that we can't see or we cannot create on our own, no matter how much we want it. I guess it would also follow that I wish people would stop asking successful people to, quote unquote, boil it down. My most sincere hope is that this new perspective helps you move through the world in a more expansive way today and really tomorrow. And that's when we get back up, we do it all over again, and we see it as one piece of the puzzle. I hope this helped you see your story and maybe even your current predicament a little bit differently. See it as a small piece of the whole. And just as one bonus thought as I leave you today, maybe next time you get up and next time you're ready to do it again, maybe you could help someone rise with you because I think that is telling a deeper story. From all of us here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.